March Madness, Bracket Busters, Slam Dunks, and Complete Vindication. This is the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent, and I'm John Rawl, and this is the show that we discuss all things Southern, including a little March Madness, but what I reference there is not basketball related. Trust me, we'll have plenty of basketball talk coming up on today's Y'all Show, but the March Madness of which I speak to start the show is what's happened in our nation's political climate, what's going on with the president, collusion delusion and we'll have our take on that in just a sec and we'll get jerry short's take on it when we visit with the teller of tales from takapoa in hour two of today's y'all show also we'll get jerry's take on his health he put a little scare in this old boy here the other day and we'll have some fun discussing what in the world happened that jerry kind of fell off the radar for uh, the better part of a day and he just had a big knee replacement in the last couple of days we'll find out how jerry's doing cards and letters if you want to send something his way we'll let you know how to do that in hour two of today's y'all show we'll also have on today's y'all show a look at headlines and hashtag huddlebaloo coming your way at the bottom of today's first hour so all of that on y'all talk with a southern accent with general john Rawl. hey we want you to reach out to us here our website is y'all.com y-a-l-l.com the all new high intensity high story content y'all.com good stuff there we've got so many changes there we can't keep up with everything going on at y'all.com but you can go there you can find archives of this here show the y'all show on y'all.com also in apple itunes podcasts you'll find the y'all show and other podcast platforms out there we're just we're just all over the place you also can email us y'all show at y'all.com that's the email address our twitter account is at y'all show our instagram account is at y'all show and uh, we just want to hear from you we want to hear from <laughs> excuse me we want to hear here from y'all here on the, the y'all show coming up the rest of this week we've got a political spotlight coming up on tuesday that you do not want to miss out on we'll have the barrister of bodacious barbecue also dropping by tomorrow's y'all show acc talk on wednesday jonathan life fight will be dropping by and boy the acc and the sec both have done great in the march madness play We'll discuss that with Jonathan Wednesday. We'll have the SEC Spotlight on Thursday. Also on Wednesday, we want to tell you that we'll have our Nashville Music Line report from Precious Harris, so we'll have plenty of good country music talk coming your way. And in addition to SEC Talk on Thursday, we'll have our Book Spotlight, where you can find out about some great reads out there, plus a look at some upcoming festivals across the South all that on the Thursday show. And then, of course, on Friday, we have all kinds of goodness coming your way on the final day of the work week. But we start off today. I'm going to channel my inner Sean Hannity for just a few minutes as we had the release of the Mueller report on Sunday, or it was released to Attorney General Barr on Friday. He had to mull it over. He had to come up with his own four-page report on Sunday. But that came out, the reaction to the Mueller report they came out on Sunday afternoon, and politics is something that you have to you have to kind of be careful not to upset people. But look, this was a big enough story. This has been a big enough story. It's been going on for 22 months here, and why not weigh in here on the Y'all Show, our Y'all Show report of the Mueller report? And 
I have to tell you, as a as a conservative, I, I've not hidden that fact. This is not a political show, y'all, but we do talk politics when the time is right. And this is a case where this was a major national story that's been going on. And I, I watch all news outlets. I, I don't watch MSNBC as much as I would like because I don't, frankly, I don't have it right now in my cable lineup. I have cnn that i watch probably more than any of the news outlets i watch cbsn a lot that's a great digital platform that cbs has and then i watch fox news as well so i feel like i really get a good smorgasbord of news and i get opinions ranging the gamut on the way that i do this stuff so i told you i'm a conservative i'm one of those i guess handful of nutcases that voted for president trump just kidding that that was the majority of the south president trump carried every southern state minus virginia minus maryland i guess too but other than that every southern state went for him now some barely went for him but that still counts so i'm not here to tell you and brag about that 2016 vote i am here to tell you that president trump when he got off the helicopter coming in on sunday afternoon from his trip down to florida he said that we have the a great country here in america and i echo that president trump you're right on that now president trump is not perfect he has his flaws and the democrats are not going to just walk away from this entire Mueller report even though the report indicated that there was absolutely no proof of collusion there is uh, some chance there could be problems for the president in terms of obstruction of justice. Now, to me, it seems a little bit hard to obstruct justice when you didn't commit a crime, as it's been alleged for two years now that he colluded with Russia, that according to the Democrats that were vocal about it, the Adam Schiff's of the world. Now we know that in politics, you just can't walk away after you lose, you you have to find another thing to complain about. And I, I try to remember back to the days of President Barack Obama. And I remember Republicans making a kind of a big deal out of Benghazi, for example. That was that was something that got a lot of attention, but nowhere near the Mueller report. But also, you had the whole issue with the guns on the border. I forgot that whole deal. Whatever. See, sadly, I don't even remember the name of it. But that was a an issue there where some people i think got killed with guns or something like that that were going to south of the border and right again i don't part of the reason i don't frankly know what that was called was because it didn't get a whole lot of attention maybe from the media and all that but that, that was in the days of barack obama in the white house with president trump you've had people since that night in november of 2016 when he won they will continue to do anything they can to bring down his presidency and it darn near has worked because in 2018, I don't think without a Mueller report looming, I don't think the Democrats would have been able to succeed in capturing the House of Representatives. They won that because they went into areas that were in the suburbs and congressional districts that had been Republican. They got a flip. And I don't think they would have been able to flip it if not for this potential bombshell that was going to happen with president trump colluding with russia well that wasn't the case and then we know that for absolute fact and you have to wonder if those suburban voters particularly the women that voted against trump in 2018 in the congressional midterm if 
if they knew now what they didn't know then, if they would continue to vote for the Democrat that was on the ticket there, because that was the real key there. Now, Democrats, if they're smart, and I don't think they are, at least the ones that are calling the shots in Washington, D.C., they would let this thing go. It's a losing proposition. And they would center in. I heard some of the analysis on Sunday on some of the talk shows. They would they would center in on what maybe can get them a victory in 2020. But unfortunately for Democrats, President Trump is going gangbusters on the economy. And since he's the president, he gets the credit for that. And I know Democrats have a part of that success. But with the Republican-dominated Senate and they were in charge of the House of Representatives up until the start of this current congressional term and President Trump in, in the White House, they get the credit for the economy. The president has been very vocal on security. And we know that from the border situation with Mexico. So what are what are the Democrats going to strategize and what what is going to be the battle cry in 2020? I can't think of anything other than they just hate Trump because I know some will make a case that it's all about, for example, health care. Well, we I, I, if you're a person who was not a big fan of Obamacare, well, since it's been adjusted because of the repeal of the mandate, it's not even something that Republicans are going nuts about repealing it these days. I think most conservatives are okay with Obamacare the way it currently is. And there are people out there who, frankly, need Obamacare. Now, I don't think Obamacare is the right thing, but it's better than what we had, but it's still not the ultra fix. What's wrong, really, truly, and I think we could all agree on this, is you shouldn't have to go to a doctor and have to have medicine that's so expensive that you just can't afford it. That's that's wrong. That should be illegal. Now, hopefully, President Trump, he's talked about it, that kind of stuff will get ultimately repaired. As the president has said, we want something better than Obamacare. Well, right now with a Democratic-controlled Congress, that ain't happening until you get Republicans in both the House and Senate. So from a conservative standpoint, health care is not even an issue right now. Now, Democrats may try to make it an issue. They may try to tell people that the Republicans are trying to take their health care away. I, I just don't see that. I mean, I'm I'm open to any point out where this is going to happen and i will listen and i will call out republicans if need be but they are not going to win the battle on the economy they can't win it on safety now that could be an argument democrats will use it see the president it's it's him being an old racist again he doesn't want anybody that's not white coming into our country and i find that hard to believe too but that is a case they're going to make they hate trump and you could say that republicans hated barack obama as well. I just don't think Republicans were quite as nasty as the Democrats are in today's world, but I could be wrong. And let's not leave out the rhinos of the world. There's people out there that are supposedly Republicans that hate Trump just as much as the Democrats. So those are the problem childs for President Donald Trump as well. But big news coming out over the weekend with the Mueller report and the summary of that being released and the president can do somewhat of a victory lap and i'm sure this developing story will continue to grow as we go forward the reaction to that but for right now there will be 
no President Trump going off to jail, as some had hoped. And that's bad news if you're one of the Trump haters, the hate Trump media, as Sean Hannity has called it. And I don't watch Sean Hannity yet much. Frankly, he's hard to stomach most nights because all he does is talk about how wonderful President Trump is. And President Trump's done a pretty good job. But golly, Sean, you need to have something else to talk about from time to time other than defending Trump and praising Trump. Maybe talk a little Southern stuff if I could give you a bit of advice. But hey, I think he's doing a little bit better than I am these days. So who am I to say about Sean Hannity? And then all the CNN pundits, man. Uh, there there's some good conservatives on there rick santorum so i don't like to totally throw cnn under the bus like the president does but they the the ones that have been very critical of president trump you you, you i had a, a fun time watching them over the weekend try to make some sense out of the Mueller report and the release of the summary of that so more on this developing story we'll get jerry short's take in hour two and what he has to say about all this but from a from a proud american standpoint it is good to know that our president and his campaign staff were not directly colluding with a foreign entity. And let's not forget, Russia has done this a long time. They're not the only country. In fact, our country manipulates other countries' elections. And this is the way it's played. Politics is dirty business. And we have every right to call out Russia, but they're not alone. So you have to be on the defensive no matter what your political persuasion and the democratic party failed in their effort to preserve their own email system and all that back in the 2016 election period they didn't do their due diligence and i know that still it makes no that's no excuse that russia deserved to get their intel but the democrats just weren't on the offensive of being defensive while the Republican National Party did. And that's why we don't have all the dirt that came out from that side of the aisle. But they're going to get back into this stuff even more in 2020. And we have to, as a country, be on the lookout and prosecute. And now it's not just Russia. China has a very vested interest in the chaos of our political climate. Other countries like North Korea, for example, could be problem childs for our country. And I'm not kidding. Our country medals in other countries elections too now i don't hopefully we don't do that in the same way russia does it who am i to say but this is the world we live in and it's been going on a long time so let's let's not try to pretend that it's just russia out there that's the bad guy but we gotta we gotta still do our part and 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 be on the defensive but right now on the y'all show we're on the offensive for great southern content when we come back we've got to look at the rest of headlines going on across dixie today including some bad weather forecast for today in certain parts of the south we'll tell you about that and much more as the y'all show continues Wes worked hard to make his dream of playing in the NHL come true. Every day, he'd be out playing street hockey constantly. Townspeople would drive by and shout, Get out of the street! But Wes never gave up. Well, until one day when someone yelled, Get in the car! You're going to make us all late to work! Because Wes was a 43-year-old accountant and he commuted with that guy downtown. So Wes never played in the NHL. But he did hear how Geico, proud partner of the NHL, could save him money on car insurance. So he switched and saved and made his other dream come true. 
You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number ten. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music it up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. on y'all talk with a southern accent here in this first hour of our monday all southern program with john rawl and we start out this hour's headlines with hey weather and be careful if you're especially in the state of alabama but also in the georgia as today there's some severe weather to be on the lookout for as large hail and damaging winds are your main concerns according to forecasters there's a very low threat of tornadoes today that's great news but if you're in all of central Alabama, heading down to the Florida line, be on the lookout. And from Macon, Georgia, north in the state of Georgia, also be on the lookout for bad weather. It stretches even into a part of upstate South Carolina. And then on the west side, it goes all the way into the Meridian, Mississippi area, where they have the the greatest chance of a severe weather outbreak here today. So keep your local weather TV stations on and Maybe your weather radar, your weather radio and weather radar tuned on that if you you have a chance here on this Monday as severe storms possible later today and on into tonight for these areas of Dixie. Tragic news from Florida. A second student who survived the Parkland, Florida high school shooting has died in an apparent suicide. And that shooting back in Parkland in February of 2018 
And according to police, another apparent suicide a week after another survivor killed herself. And police received a call about a deceased person at home Saturday night and arrived at the scene to find a juvenile who died in an apparent suicide. That according to the Carl Springs, Florida Police Department. But again, more deaths coming there in Broward County as a result of the 2018 killing at Parkland at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in South Florida. More tragic news, this from Atlanta, as Brandon Adams, who was a senior on Georgia Tech's football team and a very good defensive tackle for the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech, he's died at the age of 21. School officials announced this on Sunday. Adams was majoring in business administration, and the school announced that he died in Atlanta. Coach Jeff Collins, who's the new coach at Georgia Tech, put a statement out that said the entire Georgia Tech football family is heartbroken by the news of Brandon's passing. In the short time that I've had the privilege and honor of knowing Brandon, I admired and respected him first and foremost as a terrific human being, but also as an outstanding teammate and leader. He'd been with Georgia Tech for three seasons and was coming off a career year. In 2018, Adams played for in 13 games and had 24 tackles. And in his time with Georgia Tech, the 21-year-old played in 33 games total, recording 41 career tackles. But the death of Brandon Adams at Georgia Tech. He was a native of Brentwood, Tennessee, and was a three-sport star at Brentwood Academy there in the Nashville area. Another death of a football player to sadly report, William and Mary, a football player killed in a shooting in Norfolk, Virginia, and 19-year-old Nathan Evans has died as a result of that shooting. Officers were called to that area of Norfolk a few blocks from the Old Dominion University campus for a report of a gunshot disturbance, and they found the William & Mary player dead on the sidewalk, suffering from a gunshot wound. Police say he was pronounced dead uh, at the scene there. William & Mary officials said in a message to the campus community that Evans who was a sophomore running back from Mechanicsville, Virginia, was a valued member of the tribe both on and off the field and a gathering of campus officials and, and loved ones of this young man is planned for today. Again, 19-year-old Nathan Evans of the William & Mary football program in Williamsburg, Virginia, killed last week when he was visiting Norfolk, Virginia. A Dallas-area woman was mauled to death by her own pit bulls. 33-year-old Johanna Villafane of Irving was pronounced dead at a Dallas hospital on Saturday. Police say that this woman was mauled to death by her two pit bull terriers as she tried to feed them at a veterinary clinic where the dogs were in quarantine for a prior attack. And a statement from the police says Villafane was at the clinic to feed the dogs and was in an exercise area when they attacked her. The aggressive dogs prevented medical personnel from quickly reaching Villafane, and a police officer shot and killed both animals, and the woman was taken to a hospital, but she died there. Again, mauled by her own pit bulls in the Dallas area. A liquor law that could bring a million dollars in new revenue. That's the topic in Charleston, West Virginia, as lawmakers have taken another step to expand how often and where West Virginia residents can buy liquor at retail stores. This going on in Charleston, the state capital. The past several legislative sessions have seen senators and delegates approving laws to expand the sale of alcohol. And this year, they approved a bill to allow people to buy liquor 
On Sundays, the the Distilled Spirit Council, the nation's largest trade organization for distillers, supported the bill. The group estimates in a recent economic analysis that the measure, House Bill 2481, could generate a million dollars in new revenue for the state of West Virginia, but still not a law yet in the Mountain State. Tulane University in New Orleans campus police there have arrested three suspects, two men and one woman, in the arson fire at the dorm room door of two university students whose personal information had been spread online, revealing their participation in a libertarian youth organization. And now Robert Money, 21, David Shelton, 20, and Naomi Okami, 20, are now facing counts of aggravated arson. According to Blake R. Curie, the general counsel of the Orleans, Louisiana Parish Sheriff's Office, the fire reportedly happened early on Saturday morning when sophomore Peyton Lofton of Tulane says he received a text from his roommate and best friend that their dorm room was on fire. Lofton was out with friends at the time, and that coming out there that uh, back on March 17th, a Twitter account associated with the handle at YALExposed posted a screenshot of his Facebook and mentioned that he was a Tulane student. The screenshot read, Tulane's on Layton Lofton, or rather, Tulane's on Peyton Lofton, seems to like YAL's offensive Facebook page. And YAL is Young Americans for Liberty. Again, some social justice warriors, it appears, taking matters into their own hands and coming out against this person, and, and at least according to the incident i'm reading setting fire to their room at tulane university in new orleans at the university of georgia a fraternity is now suspended over a racist video uga's student government association said in a statement friday that they were aware of a video circulating on social media that shows members of a greek organization quote using racist language and engaging in behaviors that mock the suffering of enslaved people the university said on Twitter that the fraternity was suspended by its national organization. The national chapter for the Tau Kappa Epsilon fraternity said in a statement that the students have been expelled and the organization is disgusted, appalled, and angered by the incident. I don't know exactly what they did, but according to a report, the video shows a student hitting another with a belt while saying the words, pick my cotton, and then a racial slur. And the university put a release out that said the University of Georgia condemns racism in the strongest terms. Racism has no place in our campus. And these students, to my knowledge, expelled from the fraternity. I don't know if they've been expelled from UGA as of now, but they have suspended that fraternity over this racist video that has come out. Sad news from Tennessee. A two-year-old there was shot in the head while playing in a backyard and this happened in Johnson County, Tennessee, and this two-year-old's in critical condition as of now after she was shot by a stray bullet while playing in the backyard back on March 15th. The girl's mother, Christina, said one of her brothers screamed for their father after she was shot. The little girl who lives in Mountain City, Tennessee, which is in the very northeast corner of the state, she fell off her playground set, walked toward the house, and collapsed in front of her father and brother's. We hope all the best. She's on life support in Knoxville at East Tennessee Children's Hospital. We hope all will go well in this developing story. But a two-year-old hit by a stray bullet in East Tennessee. In Arlington, Virginia, the effort to rename Jefferson Davis Highway has gotten a boost. 
more Confederate craziness as Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring, you know, the guy with the blackface scandal of his own, in a new opinion provided he has said that it's, it will not require an act of the General Assembly to change that street's name in Arlington County, Virginia. In a change from previous legal opinions, Herring said a 2012 law changing Broad Street naming policies gives the Commonwealth Transportation Board the right to override the names of major roads set by legislators. The General Assembly put Jefferson Davis's name on US-1 in Arlington in 1918. So 101 years that road's been named the Jefferson Davis Highway in Northern Virginia. Now, its days may be limited if Confederate craziness continues along the Potomac. Well, in South Florida, just the other week, we learned of the New England Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, getting into some, let's just say, hot water over his alleged trip to a massage parlor there in the Palm Beach area. Well, late Friday, after all the Robert Mueller stuff was going on, uh, it came out that the Patriots owner, Kraft, put a statement out saying that he's, quote, truly sorry about what happened in the prostitution bust that happened there in South Florida. And the statement that actually came out on Saturday said, I'm truly sorry after he spoke publicly for the first time since prosecutors accused him of twice soliciting sex at a Florida massage parlor. His statement, Mr. Kraft, the Super Bowl champion, Robert Kraft, said, quote, I know I have hurt and disappointed my family, my close friends, my coworkers, our fans, and many others who rightfully hold me to a higher standard. Throughout my life, I've always tried to do the right thing. The last thing I would ever want to do is disrespect another human being. I have extraordinary respect for women. My morals and my soul were shaped by the most wonderful woman, the love of my life, who I was blessed to have as my partner for 50 years. And his wife did die some time ago but the 77 year old now apologizing for his role there in a perhaps prostitution bust in south florida the brother of jared kushner the president's son and the president's son-in-law married to ivanka trump joshua kushner is in the news as he has purchased a minority stake in the nba franchise in the bluff city as kushner now is going to be part of the memphis grizzlies a grizzlies team spokesperson confirmed that kushner and brandon arendell recently in their respective individual capacities purchased minority stakes in the franchise the grizzlies haven't said how much of a stake they purchased kushner is the younger brother of jared kushner who serves as the senior advisor to president trump joshua kushner is a venture capitalist who founded the thrive capital investment firm now, remember, the Memphis Grizzlies also have a kind of a celebrity as part of their ownership group, a guy named Justin Timberlake, and now a Kushner, Joshua, that is, now having a minority stake in the Grizz. Grit and grind, that is their battle cry in Memphis, Tennessee. Remember Casey Anthony? She's in the news. She's allegedly back to partying and calls old life a nightmare, according to a report. She's now 33 years old living in Florida, and she was once accused of murdering her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee, but was acquitted in 2011. She'd been kind of living a quiet life in South Florida, but she's allegedly partying more and trying to put her past behind her 
eight years after she was acquitted for that murder. And a magazine has come out, I think it's People Magazine, and tracked down Casey Anthony, who remembers her old life, but calls it a nightmare. So if you're out partying in Florida, you might run into this now 33-year-old Casey Anthony. I had to do a double check when I saw the headline of this next story. With residency rules, no carpet baggers wanted. This comes from Mississippi. And the question is, how long should someone live in Mississippi or a particular district, county, or city before they're eligible to run for office? Lawmakers say years, and they're applying the requirements to more elective offices. Senate Bill 2030 right now in front of the Mississippi legislature. It awaits Governor Phil Bryant's signature or veto. It it would, for the first time, require that someone live in a county, city, county supervisor's district, or city alderman's ward for at least two years before they could be elected to office to represent that area. Cities with a population under 1,000 would be excluded. Those are similar requirements to run for legislative offices under the state constitution, which requires someone to live in Mississippi for four years and to live in the district for two years. That's the strictest requirement nationwide, according to a Rutgers University law professor. But they don't want no carpetbaggers in the Magnolia State. They've already had their share of those back in the 19th century. And uh, a lot of other southern states had their share of carpetbaggers. United Airlines will become the first American airline to offer non-binary gender options. They announced this last week. Customers will have the option to choose the title MX, Mixh, when booking a flight and in a mileage plus customer profile. Customers can identify as a male, female, U for undisclosed, or X unspecified, matching what is on their passport or form of identification. Watch out for that non-binary gender option coming at United Airlines. What a crazy world we live in. Well, how about Morgan Freeman? Speaking of the Magnolia State, he's got a place just outside of Charleston, Mississippi, which is kind of his hometown. And Freeman has converted his 124-acre Charleston, Mississippi ranch into a honeybee sanctuary. The Oscar winner imported a total of 26 beehives to the ranch and has planted bee-friendly magnolia trees and lavender on the property. Freeman obtains the bees from Arkadelphia, Arkansas, and even said that he doesn't use a bee suit while feeding the insects well i told you before the guy's god and evidently he's having a good time playing the role of god when he's out on his farm he's now 81 years old and the actor known for his roles in christopher nolan's batman trilogy and for playing god in bruce almighty discussed his foray into beekeeping in an appearance on jimmy fallon and now he's keeping that up even more a study by the university of vermont found that wild bee populations in the united states have declined by 23 percent from 2008 to 2013 and freeman was sent to live with his grandmother in charleston as an infant and he purchased the family land from his parents in 1991 and he owns the ground zero blues club in the next county in cahoma county that's in clarksdale mississippi he's got that club there but he's in charleston mississippi a good bit there in north mississippi and now you might see him out with a a beekeeper's outfit morgan freeman the beekeeper Sounds kind of like a good movie title. He's been in every other kind of movie. Why not a, a movie about a honeybee sanctuary? Coming from Morgan Freeman. 
Well, that's a look at headlines. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to switch over and have some fun. We'll have hashtag hubaloo. That is up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Let's observe the inflatable noodle man. His constant undulating entices people to look at me, look at me. He's tireless and brainless, a literal airhead. Curiously, however, the inflatable noodle man, when hearing that Geico not only saves people money, but also has an award-winning app that makes it easy to manage one's policy, he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Just ask an inflatable noodle man. Carefully, they are unpredictable creatures. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15-minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real-life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. Hashtag Hullabaloo, the Monday edition has hit us front and center on all South, all Southern, all Dixie. This is y'all, y'all. I'm John Rawl, and we get our first social media interaction for the new week from Spirit Scribe at Spirit Scribe 88. Hashtag Her Royal Highness and a whole bunch of other hashtags that I want to get into. But here's what Spirit Scribe put out there this week that we want to bring up. What are you working on these days? I have never been to Louisiana, but located a very fine Cajun restaurant here in Colorado named Hashtag Springs Orleans. I eat breakfast there all the time. So good to meet you. I'm Southern, grew up in North Carolina. Well, evidently Spirit Scribe is away from the South right now, even though she's a native North Carolinian, but living maybe in Colorado and According to her, this very fine restaurant, the Cajun restaurant named Springs Orleans, and I don't know the town that that's in, but I can't imagine there's too many Cajun-type restaurants in Colorado. Seems to be, at least according to Spirit Scribe, thumbs up. They get the A-A-E, speaking of Cajuns, 
there in the Rocky Mountain State. I guess it's what Colorado's called. But uh, yeah, sounds good to me. And I know when I was in Colorado back in December, I didn't see a single Southern restaurant of any kind. I promise you. I, I looked. I wanted to have, I, I would have even settled for Bojangles, which I knew they wouldn't be out there. I would settle for Popeyes. I didn't see any of those. I did see one Chick-fil-A. I'll go ahead and give Colorado credit. You got Chick-fil-A, at least outside of Colorado Springs. I saw that one. But I didn't see any Cajun restaurants. Maybe I wasn't looking on the right mountain peak when I was there. I didn't do any skiing. I just was cruising the ski resorts and and showing them off to my my little one. But a beautiful place, Colorado. Not in the south. Kind of an honorary southern state. They're not too Yankee there, but they're not southern. But we had a good time there. Now we have a tweet coming from Sean Wynn, N-G-U-I-E-N. I think that's the Vietnamese name that's pretty common. Sean Wynn, and his Twitter is at Sean, P-U-H-N-G-U-Y-E-N. A well-mixed concoction for regrettable decisions and an almost surefire recipe for disaster. Ithaca College Class of 2019, Communication Studies. I guess he's in school right now at Ithaca College. I guess that's in New York. Ithaca, the home of Cornell. Here's your Ivy League talk for the day. But he's not at Cornell. He's at Ithaca College. Sean has a tweet. He says, asking for a friend and some ideas. When you think of good southern comfort food, what do you think of? Well, Sean in Ithaca, that's a darn good question. I I think people should get on there and answer you at at Sean Fu Quinn on Twitter. I think of greens. That's that's a classic when you think of southern comfort food. That would be turnips, collards, mustard greens. I think of fried chicken. That's those are just my thoughts. And of course, I also think of good old southern recipes like and desserts like banana pudding or peach ice cream. Those are those are the fun things and you got to have sweet tea or at least some portion of sweet tea unsweet and sweet tea i think will be okay but those are my own opinions if you have a comment for sean go to his twitter account at sean it's s-h-a-w-n-p-u-p-h-u-n-g-u-y-e-n on twitter and let him know what you think of when you think of good southern comfort food i'm sure he would like to know love the twitter handle for this next person at pdd at P-E-E-D-E-E-D-E-E. Now, I'm going to take a wild guess that the person writing this, their name is D, and they live in the PD. What is the PD? Well, the PD is a river system in eastern South Carolina between Florence and Myrtle Beach, and they call that whole area in the northeast corner of South Carolina, south of North Carolina, the PD, because of the PD River. you got the Great PD and, I guess, the Little PD, but that whole little area, Florence, South Carolina, kind of has that nickname of the PD. So PDD, love the Twitter, candle, and it's good stuff. And she puts on Twitter, your accent is better than that dessert with a little emoji with a hand over a smiling face. And I had to look, and sure enough, I see that, that PDD must have been in a restaurant. She's got a video, and she's like stalking someone's oreo sunday it looked like and this was not at sonic this looked like they were at a real restaurant but it looked good looked great and she was having fun with that now someone commented that 
the accent was better than that dessert. Well, that was not PDD saying that. It was someone replying back to what PDD said on that video saying how great that Oreo ice cream dessert, whatever the heck it was, was. And PDD responded to at Garmon Bozia girl. That's not even as bad as it gets. Hashtag Southern Bell. So, hey, she was not turning it up as much as she could out on that on that particular video. And finally, here on hashtag Hullabaloo, we get something from Instagram. And it's an image of the South with hand-drawn kind of cartoon illustrations of the Southern map with little logos, icons, and other things put in each state. And it's got words attached to it. It says, North is just a direction. The South is home. And this comes from Fork of the South on Instagram. And they say that we just got these adorable Southern linen note cards in. They come in two options, color or black and white. They're five and a half inches by four inches folded linen note cards with white envelopes. Thanks for helping my design come to life. And having lived in seven of these states, these cards excite me. That comes from Travis and Stephanie on Instagram and Fork of the South replied. They are so luxurious to write on. I have always valued a great note card. It reminds us here that it's always good to do a a thank you note. I just went and bought some the other day at a store, but I should have bought these. These are a lot better looking thank you notes and all that. And they're not even thank you notes. I guess you could use them for any purpose. But the illustrations have, including Arkansas, it's got a hand-drawn diamond in it. And Louisiana looks like a crawfish. Mississippi has got a cotton bowl. And it looks like Alabama. It looks like a magnolia. Georgia's got a peach. Florida's got an orange and a lemon. They get two in Florida. South Carolina's got the Palmetto State and uh, it's got the Palmetto and Crescent Moon inside the Palmetto State. North Carolina's got a biplane in honor of it being the birthplace of aviation. Tennessee's got a fiddle. Kentucky's got a horseshoe in honor of their horse heritage. And Virginia, I'm going to say that looks like a dogwood. It's some kind of flower. I, I don't claim to be a flower expert, but great option there and this comes from fork of the south on instagram and you can link on there and and perhaps order these not just note cards they're linen note cards adorable and southern and a great thing perhaps to get someone for maybe for easter a good easter bunny easter basket stocking stuffer or whatever easter basket stuffer would be the correct term but great stuff coming on today's hashtag hello blue <laughs> well when we come back at the start of hour two we're going to switch over and we're going to have some hullabaloo about college basketball the sweet 16 is set and we'll tell you about some great southern teams in action over the weekend and they march on in march madness and we'll tell you about other transactions on the gridiron and the hard court and anything else that happened over the weekend from a sports perspective that will get us going at the start of hour two and then we'll welcome in the teller of tales from Takapola. jerry short will be here and i know he's got something to say about the mueller report we'll have all that after the break here on y'all with john rawl And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. 
We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh, Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 15 19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Plus. Music get up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in! Come on! Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Let the second hour of this Monday edition begin. Welcome back into Y'all, the show all about the South with John Rawl. So good to be back with you here as we discuss the South, all the good and a little bit of the bad, but mostly good. Yeah, well, that's what we prefer to be all good. But hey, we look at everything here, sports, news. We talked a lot of politics in hour one. We've got some more political talk coming up here in just a few minutes. When we bring on Jerry Short, Tell of Tales from Tacopola. All that here in Hour 2. We also talk barbecue. We'll be doing that tomorrow when Matt Hermans is our special guest. So plenty of good stuff here on the All Southern Program. We start off this hour with a look back at the weekend in sports. And, of course, the big sports story coming from the weekend was college basketball. And we've had quite a number of teams from Dixie advance to the Sweet 16. Taking a look at all those teams from the South that have done well Starting with the Kentucky Wildcats, they got a close win over Wofford. Congratulations to UK. They advance a close game. Wofford, my goodness, they were kind of becoming a darling of all college basketball, but their main sharpshooter went 0 for 12 on Saturday and could not hit one single free, uh, one single three point shot. And Kentucky survives against the SOCON upset challenger in Wofford and Kentucky moves on. Florida fell to Michigan on Saturday. Florida State de- defeated 
Ja Moran and Murray State, 90-62, to the Knowles advanced. LSU, they were the first team to go into the Sweet 16. They survived a close game with Maryland, 69-67. to Purdue took all, took out defending national champ Villanova, 87-61. And the big surprise Saturday was War Eagle. War, uh, War Eagle, War Eagle, War Eagle. Auburn knocks off Kansas, 89-75. And I think it's been the first time in like 15 years, perhaps, Auburn's gone to the Sweet 16. But a great day for fans of the Auburn Tigers as they are off in the Sweet 16. Other scores from Saturday, Michigan State defeated Minnesota and Gonzaga. They were able to get by Baylor out of the Big 12 on Saturday. When you moved over into Sunday, the first game of the day featured Tennessee surviving in overtime against Iowa and Admiral Schofield kind of helped his team along with Grant Williams get the win 83-77, the big orange advance. A great job there on Rocky Top. North Carolina took care of business against Washington, 81 59. The Virginia Cavaliers are in the Sweet 16. They took care of Oklahoma 63-51. A nail-biter of nail-biters in Columbia, South Carolina. And Duke survives against UCF. UCF with a shot up at the buzzer that should have gone in, but it didn't. And Duke survives 77-76. Also on Sunday, Texas Tech out of the Big 12 got a 20-point win over Buffalo the Red Raiders advance. Congrats to all those in Lubbock. In the other end of the state, in Houston, the Cougars got a win over Ohio State, 74-59. And the Virginia Tech Hokies, they took care of business against their in-state opponent from down in Roanoke as the Hokies from Blacksburg won 67-58 over the Liberty Flames. Remember, Liberty took care of Mississippi State on Friday of last week. So Virginia Tech marches on to the Sweet 16. A great showing by the SEC, a great showing by the ACC in the Sweet 16 contingent. And more of those games start back on Thursday. And come late Sunday, you'll know the team's headed to the Final Four in Minneapolis. But some really good games this past weekend. And you saw big stars like Zion Williamson of Duke getting a chance on the big stage. And I thought UCF, man, they came to play. And I don't know how Duke survived in that one. But they did, and that's all that matters is surviving. Just like you could say Tennessee. How in the world Tennessee blew a 25-point lead over Iowa. Iowa roared back, tied the game, but never led. And in overtime, the Vols got the best of the Hawkeyes and walked out winners in Columbus, Ohio. So your your Sweet 16 is set, and we'll be right back here on y'all on next week's show, next Monday's show, to recap the teams heading off to the Final Four. But fun stuff there, college basketball. A lot of people tuning in this time of year for that. Here's some college basketball news coming from the Big Easy as Tulane is set to hire Georgia State's head coach Ron Hunter as coach of the Green Wave. Remember, Tulane has had a couple of coaches that – came in with maybe some good accolades that have both failed miserably. Ed Conroy was coach in New Orleans for a number of years, and then they went from Conroy to Mike Dunleavy, who had been a longtime NBA head coach and a former South Carolina Gamecock as a collegiate player, and his son played, of course, with Duke back in the day. But 
Now, Dunleavy, his team just did terrible this year. And he had the, the, the Green Wave looking to the Atlantic, or rather the, the Sunbelt Conferences, Georgia State's Panthers, and hiring Ron Hunter as head coach. He had been the head coach in Atlanta since 2011. He led Georgia State to three NCAA tournament appearances and three Sunbelt regular season titles. Georgia State lost to Houston in the first round on Friday, but Hunter's team did win an NCAA tournament game over Baylor in 2015 prior to being the coach at Georgia State. Hunter spent 17 seasons as the head coach at IUPUI, the dumbest name of a college going. Indiana University, Purdue University of Indianapolis, IUPUI. And he's a native of Dayton, Ohio, and had also been an assistant coach at the Miami, Ohio Redhawks, Redskins, where he played, and also had been at Milwaukee. But he's set to take over Tulane, which has been really in the Siberia of college basketball for a long, long time. Remember, this is a team that was on the death penalty back in the 80s for point shaving. And they've never quite, in my opinion, recovered. In fact, they had... They did have one team, and I forgot who their coach was. He, he's actually, I don't know his name, but I know what he does. He's an assistant with Frank Martin for the South Carolina Gamecocks. And about 15 years ago, he led Tulane to a great season. Other than that, Tulane basketball has been one real bad hullabaloo in the Big Easy. Now, NFL news, this is not really a Southern boy, but it, he's a big enough name in football that we want to tell you about it. Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement from the NFL via Instagram on Sunday. He'd been in New England for nine seasons, and he ends a career in which he transcended the tight end position and was one of the league's most colorful personalities. And, of course, he goes out on top as he's a Super Bowl champion here this year. But Tom Brady reacted on Instagram to that with a picture of he and Gronkowski together saying it was an honor and privilege to play with him these nine years. Gronk, you accomplished so much, and our team was almost unbeatable when you were on the field. Love you, pal. That coming from Tom Brady. But Gronk, moving on, and will not be suiting up, at least least if he follows through here with his declaration from Sunday that he's done playing in the NFL. All right, more news from football. This is a guy who couldn't make it in the NFL and couldn't make it in the CFL, so why not give the Alliance of American Football a shot? Johnny Manziel made his debut for the Memphis Express on Sunday. And how about this? Memphis, which has been one of the worst teams in this new league, they actually got a win in overtime against the Birmingham Iron in the game played at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Manziel, who signed with the Express last week, Entered the game in the second quarter with his team losing 16-8 to Birmingham. Brandon Silvers started the game on Sunday. And the former Heisman Trophy came in, scrambled for 13 yards on his first play from scrimmage. Six plays later, he connected on a 36-yard pass to Alton Howard. But the drive stalled in the red zone and the Express missed a 34-yard field goal. Ultimately, Memphis won the game. Manziel finished three of five passing for 48 yards with two rushes for 20 yards in his debut for the victorious Memphis Express of the AAF. Other games in this league from the weekend, Orlando. Man, they are doing great. In fact, they clinched a playoff berth. Steve Spurrier's club won 
36-6 on the road at the Atlanta Legends on Saturday. The San Antonio Commanders stormed back to win in San Antonio. How about this? The Commanders had over 30,000 fans in attendance at this game, and the Commanders beat the Salt Lake Stallions 19-15 to on Saturday. Then on Sunday in the early game, the Arizona Hotshots defeated the San Diego Fleet 32-15. to This coming week in games in the Alliance, Orlando's at Memphis. San Diego is going to be playing at Salt Lake, a classic matchup from the east. The Atlanta Legends travel I-20 west to Birmingham to take on the Iron, and the Arizona Hotshots will be at the San Antonio Commanders. That is your Week 8 lineup. Remember, they only play 10 weeks, so we're getting down to the end of the Alliance season. We told you about this at the start of Hour 1, but want to remind you the sad news coming from Georgia Tech is defensive lineman Brandon Adams died over the weekend. The school announced this. The school didn't disclose the cause of his death. He was 21 years old, a native of Brentwood, Tennessee, went to Brentwood Academy, and the president of Georgia Tech put out a statement saying that all of us here at Georgia Tech send our deepest condolences to the family and friends of Brandon Adams, and we ask that you keep them and your thoughts and prayers but sad news he was a rising senior played in 33 games over three seasons for the ramblin wreck of georgia tech brandon adams dead at the age of 21 also looking at college basketball from the women's perspective and we have some scores from some of the teams heading on to the sweet 16 of women's college basketball the number one team mississippi state got a win over clemson 85-61. The Tigers hadn't been in the women's college basketball tournament in a long, long time, but Mississippi State took care of business and moves on in the Sweet 16. They defeated Clemson there in Starkville. UConn defeated Buffalo. The Louisville Cardinals, their number one seed, they dispatched Michigan over the weekend and to move on into the Sweet 16. Oregon defeated Indiana. The Aggies of Texas A&M won a nail-biter over Marquette, 78-76. The South Carolina Gamecocks won in Charlotte as they defeated Florida State, 72-64. Arizona State defeated the Miami Hurricanes in Portland, Oregon, winning 57-55. And Iowa defeated the SEC's Missouri Tigers. Those games played on Sunday. Now you've got games coming up today in women's college basketball. These teams with a chance to move on to the Sweet 16. The defending national champ, Notre Dame, plays Michigan State. Maryland plays UCLA. The Kentucky Wildcats and NC State are meeting on the hard court in Greensboro, North Carolina. Syracuse and South Dakota State meet. Cal plays Baylor. Oregon State visits or plays Gonzaga. The Missouri State Bears play Iowa State. And BYU and Stanford get together late tonight. Those teams, all winners, advance to the Sweet 16 of the women's college basketball front and finally in the world of golf paul casey he won back-to-back titles at the valspar golf championship and he defeated jason kokrak by one stroke as well as louis ostazen from south africa those two guys had minus seven scores and casey with minus eight and he wins big money there at the valspar championship the english golfer winning once again, $1.2 million is his reward for winning in golf over the weekend. And that's your weekend look at all things sports here on the Y'all Show. When we come back on Y'all, we'll be joined by Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola. We're going to find out just what Jerry thinks of what's going on in Washington, D.C. with the release 
of the Mueller Report. And we'll also talk to Jerry about some things that have been going on health-wise with him. He scared the living you-know-what out of me the other day. I thought Jerry had kind of checked out on us. And I'll talk to Jerry about that. And he had a total knee replacement. And we'll find out exactly what that means. And we'll find out how the old boy's doing. All that coming up on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Wes worked hard to make his dream of playing in the NHL come true. Every day, he'd be out playing street hockey constantly. Townspeople would drive by and shout, Get out of the street! But Wes never gave up. Well, until one day when someone yelled, Get in the car! You're going to make us all late to work! Because Wes was a 43-year-old accountant and he commuted with that guy downtown. So Wes never played in the NHL. But he did hear how Geico, proud partner of the NHL, could save him money on car insurance. So he switched and saved and made his other dream come true. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number ten. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music get up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. We are back on the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent here on this Monday. John Rawl now joined by the teller of tales from Takapola Way, Jerry Short. And we're going to talk to Jerry about a bunch of different things. As last week on the show, we for our radio affiliates out there, we had an encore. So, Jerry, it's it's been two weeks since we had the pleasure of speaking with you. Hopefully, you've been able to survive these two weeks. Oh, man, I tell you, it's a good thing you had those two weeks because I've been through uh, I think I've been blown up with a topic bomb. Really? I, I spilled so much. I had total knee replacement. Oh, a total so, knee replacement. Yeah. So it been it was two and a half years ago to hurt it. So uh, <laughs> I suppose they had it fixed like 
a year and a half or two years ago. So, but I just I got it done. So we can't uh, get going on. Well, I want to Whatever talk to you about that. In fact, I want to I want to embarrass you here on the Y'all Show because just a few days prior to that total knee replacement, I received kind of an urgent text phone call from a family member of yours. And Jerry, I just oh. kind of had to accept the fact that you may know you might have checked out and we, you were not going to be back on the Y'all Show. But luckily, that's checked not completely. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you would have been going either up or down. I don't know which way. But I kind of just realized that I don't think Jerry's with us anymore. And lo and behold, there's a story behind all that. We'll get off to all that, Jerry, in the next segment. I want to have the Jerry right. Short Health Report and how I kind of thought you'd bit the dust, all that coming up. But Ooh, first, Jerry, Jerry, we yeah. like for you to tell yeah. stories. We love for you to all tell right. stories of yesteryear. But, man, what a story that was written over the weekend as the Mueller report came out. Bob Mueller, the guy who was tasked with having this big thing about collusion on President Donald Trump, and he finished this thing on Friday. He gave it to Attorney General Barr, and then on Sunday, a four-page synopsis of this report was released. And, Jerry, I just got to get your take on – I already kind of weighed in myself in hour one, but what's the Jerry Short take on the Mueller report coming out? Well, the Mueller report is – you know, it's about what we've been expecting for 22 months, but there's no collusion with Russia. Russia does that with everybody. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, I know President Trump has business dealings in Russia. They try to tie all that stuff together, you know? But what's worrying me right now as much as anything is the way the Democrats are taking it. They just will not take no or almost or anything is any kind of answer to suit them. And they're not satisfied with the report at all. And they're going to be filing all kind of stuff, all kind of things against the collusion and everything else probably even where it says no collusion. No collusion, no collusion. They'll, they'll find something to try to spring on us. And, you know, President Trump is probably the only man in the world that uh, could take all this abuse that he's getting. And I know he took a heck of a lot of abuse. He kind of stayed out of the spotlight this weekend while he was down at his place in Florida. But when he came back in, I noticed when he got off of the helicopter, he didn't have much to say then except America's the greatest place in the world. Yeah. Turn around and walk <laughs> That's not what I was expecting him to say. I thought he would no. find the opportunity to kind of spend a few minutes. I thought he would too. But He's that- still probably a little bit nervous about what the Democrats are going to try to wrinkle out of this thing with the help of the media. So, well, the yeah, only thing that they can get him on in any way, shape, or form, and it's not even a criminal thing, would be obstruction of justice. But, Jerry, how can you obstruct something that wasn't even illegal to start with, which in this case was collusion? They thought he might have been obstructing to hide the fact that he colluded he, he with Russia. He cleared on collusion, and then they still, he leaves it hanging there. Um, you know, and I'm not real satisfied with the attorney general. He could have uh, uh, handled that a little bit different and cleaned it all up. But he would have had a fight on his hands either way he went. So get ready. Well, Just I think out. as most, I mean, I, I watch a lot of CNN. I would watch MSNBC if I had it. I don't have it where I currently reside. But uh-huh. I, I, I've been watching CNN for these 22 months. 
I watch it as well as Fox News, and and if I had MSNBC, as I said, I would watch that too. I watch a lot of CBS in, which is the uh-huh. digital component of CBS News. I watch all of it. I like to be informed, and it was rather interesting to see some of those talking heads kind of flip the script a little bit on Sunday after this report summary came out. And they were complimentary when you had David Gergen, who has been very critical of President Trump, essentially saying that Trump, he, he won this battle. Yeah, battle. Got to win that war now. Yeah. And uh, i tell you what bothers me. Too. I see Fox moving more and more to the left. I mean, you can look at the people that they're hiring, and you look at the guests they have, and you look at the so-called, they'll call it a debate. But they'll be stacked almost against a Fox person, a media representative, except for Hannity. You know, you're not going to hardly stack it against Hannity. But, you know, that day may be coming. You know, it's a lot of money. It's all about money now. And uh, those things that go with that. So it's kind of got me worried a little bit. And we've got, we've got another two years to go. And we have got to get out of it. The things that the Democrats are proposing, John, you know, the 16-year being able to vote at 16 years old and uh, illegals voting. And, and and I'm just afraid that we're going to lose Texas from uh, red to blue. And that would really be a downfall for us. That would really be hard to overcome. Well, certainly a possibility here on the y'all show president trump said this is the greatest country greatest place on earth the united states well we think the south is the greatest part of the greatest country on earth and this is the greatest show that talks about all things southern and really the best show on the radio dial and on the podcast dial as well this is y'all talk with a southern accent one, one of the reasons jerry we can brag and say we're the greatest because we don't get into the politics on a day-to-day basis like we are today because, frankly, sometimes it's just not that interesting. And so we don't, right. unlike Sean Hannity, who you got to admit, he has been the president's staunchest defender, so much so that that's all he talks about. Where on the flip side of that, you have the CNNs of the world, not all CNN people, but some of their key people, their nighttime lineup, especially with Anderson Cooper and Don Lamont. Those guys, man, that's all they could do is bring down Trump at every moment. So we don't do this on a day to day basis like those folks do. But when it's called for, we will talk about it. And that's why we have the teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short weighing in here today getting your take i've already weighed in an hour one and if you didn't hear that we encourage you to go to our podcast of the y'all show which is in itunes and on other podcast platforms and hear my my one pesos of opinion on what happened on sunday with the release of the Mueller report summary but this has been a a very emotional time jerry for our country these last two months really going back to when president trump was elected president of november of 2016 because for those who for those of uh i'll just say those of us who wanted him to win it was it was it was a great moment but it was almost like this can't be really happening this is so unbelievable that i can't believe that president trump won and so if you had that feeling like i did i i I cried that early morning whenever it was official that he won because it just brought back memories of me and my son watching president trump in 2015 go on the campaign trail and and it was it was intriguing that's why i watched it uh, the guy's still intriguing you never know what well, it, is, is going to come out of his mouth I, I saw him i saw him in uh in uh, uh oklahoma it was like an elvis concert in the old days 
the way people did. And you know, that's really when I was kind of a Cruz guy because I thought Cruz had a little bit more on the ball politically. But it ended up, we didn't even need political out of this thing. We needed somebody to stand up and fight. Well, I, I love Ted Cruz. I, I would love to have seen a solid Christian Republican be elected president. But, Jerry, as I've said on this show before, sadly, we live in a world where the good guys don't always win. And in this case, President Trump is not a good guy. I mean, he's he's flawed. Now, he's he was the best guy, and he was the only guy that could have won right. the president from a Republican side. But, yeah, we are, we know all too well his background. And, and, look, he does dumb things today. He's not an Eagle Scout. He's no Ted no. Cruz. But he's the only one that could have won, and that's what happened in 2016. And the only one that could have lasted through this period. And he almost said that himself uh, yesterday or today. Yeah. You know, it don't just ever happen to another president. Because I don't think a president, any other president could handle it. Right. And it's just true. It's, uh, I don't know who could handle a different twist put on you every day that you have to try to come out of and he's not out of the woods yet. Let's not discount for all our, oh, no. our liberal listeners out there. I don't want you thinking this has become the Donald Trump praise show. It's not. He's got problems. He still hasn't got over totally. But this goes a long way to justifying what he's been saying for more than two years. No collusion. No obstruction of justice. We know the routine. And, uh, yeah, as you know, we're we're not necessarily against the president because, look, he represents all of our country and – the fact is, on this show, almost every single southern state went red in 2016. So we're, well, we're just defending the majority of the South here in, on the Y'all show. But, yes, it was a big win. And like I said, I watch mostly CNN. And they had a lot of people on there, especially on Sunday afternoon. Their tune changed big time. When you've got Gloria, right. Gloria Borger on there pretty much saying that President Trump won this battle, then – you know you've come a long way here on the Y'all Show. And yeah. that's that's Jerry Short's take on the Mueller Report and its summary being released on Sunday. Hey, we've got maybe not quite as exciting, but pretty uh, newsworthy stuff to talk about with Jerry Short on the other side of the break. We're going to find out what exactly a total knee replacement means for, for Dr. Short. <laughs> and also, how in the world he put a scare in me and a lot of other people the other day when he went off the radar and we thought he had uh, kicked the bucket. All that is coming up on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And remember, no collusion, no obstruction of justice. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Let's observe the inflatable noodle man. His constant undulating entices people to look at me, look at me. He's tireless and brainless, a literal airhead. Curiously, however, the inflatable noodle man, when hearing that Geico not only saves people money, but also has an award-winning app that makes it easy to manage one's policy, he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. 
Just ask an inflatable noodle man. Carefully, they are unpredictable creatures. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> No wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. It's the Y'all Show final segment here on this Monday. We're back in the saddle after a couple of days down in the Sunshine State. Good to go down there and attend the Southeast Tourism Society. We've got some great videos of that event that you can go to our Y'all Show on YouTube and watch our interviews with folks like Georgia Turner of the West Volusia Tourism Office there in Florida. Also, we had another great interview with Emily Gonzalez of Visit Mobile. All that you can access on the Y'all Show YouTube page. Check it out, friends. And we got other great interviews on there, too, to watch. Not just listen, but watch. You, you don't want to miss that. Well, Jerry, we are back here on this Monday edition. We've just talked a little politics with you, but I want to talk some medicine with you. And I'll start first off, just the other day, your lovely wife called or text. I don't remember what the original communication was. She scared me. She said that you were missing. And a couple hours went by, and Jerry, I had not heard from you, and I'd kind of accepted the fact that, well, you were no longer with us. Because your wife would not have contacted me if you hadn't already kind of put a big scare into her and let some time go by. But luckily... You're okay. It was just you running your mouth somewhere, and you lost track of time, right? I do have a tendency to talk a little longer than I should, and I stopped by a veterinarian friend of mine's house, and we got to talking and talking, and I looked outside, and it was dark, and I finally said, what time is it? And he looked at his clock, and he had changed from the previous daylight savings time. So he says 8, 8.30 or so, and I said, well, that's not bad. I talked a little longer, and next thing I knew, <laughs> when I went out and got in my vehicle, I didn't take my phone in with me. And so the phone was dead, and I, I looked at my clock on my vehicle, and, oh, goodness, almost 10 o'clock. And I've always got home because 
she's not from America, so she's not used to this. And of course, everybody told her how bad the South was. So she, you know, stays a little bit paranoid about the South. If I'm not where I say I'm going to be at a certain time. And so I was not at home on time. So they had three counties of sheriff's departments in uh, search of my, of me. And uh, they had, uh, well, the sheriff, I knew a local sheriff, and he had texted me and said, uh, Jerry, <clears throat> where are you? Please call me. We've got three counties of sheriff's departments in, in search of you. And, of course, three counties, he goes all over. Yeah. And it's probably all over the state. But uh, I finally, when I got home, there was families here. The uh, police had gone to my daughter's house in Grenada, which is 50 miles south of where I was going. And they had gone in there with their blue lights on to get to accurate. They had the... Uh, they had the tag number, but they didn't have an accurate vehicle. A color, it was a cream color vehicle. They had something else. And so they got that straight. And, uh, but as you said, they were searching all over the country for them. But I guess it's good to know that, uh, you know, your friends and all. Well, I had somebody that say, my son, I was going out on the farm and we had all this rain and flood and I thought I had some rocks and stuff. It was stopped in one of the spillways. He had to go out there to make sure I hadn't drowned out there. <laughs> My grandson got in his vehicle, and he's uh, 17. He drove to where we, where I should be, and that was about 40 miles. And he drove and cruised the streets looking for me. And then he kind of had to slip off to do that because he just got in the car and just got in his license. So his uh, mother and them were really looking for him. My daughter, they were looking for him kind of also. So anyway, when I got here, I found out the real story. Paul Harvey say I found out the rest rest of the story. Right. And uh, they had a search all over North Mississippi going on for me because I didn't get home on time. Well, it kind of embarrassed me. And then I thought about, you know, it happened one time before. I was working for International Paper years ago before we had uh, radios and telephones. But we did have radios with uh, CBs in our vehicles. And, uh, but mine was in a spot where I was down under a hill and I was stuck and I couldn't, couldn't get the vehicle out and I had to walk, I had to walk about 20 miles to a phone. And, uh, they had called them out and everybody that worked for international paper was on the highest hill in their district from Jackson to Tennessee. And then he'd get a skip and he goes all the way to Georgetown, South Carolina. And they, they looked for me all night that night. But I finally walked on in and got a phone and I called and they told me what happened. So I kind of let up on everybody that had, had the search parties out, out for me. But, uh, you know, it's good to know that at least you, you got somebody that'll hunt you if you, if you're in distress. Well, it's, the moral I'm in distress both times and didn't know it. Moral of the story, Jerry, for our listeners is try to at least occasionally look down at a correct time, whether it's a phone or a watch or something. Something like that. The other thing is, and you made this mistake, your phone was not dead originally. It probably was just on a low battery. And, right. and, and because you left it in your car, when you didn't show up when you should have it at the right place, then people started texting, they started calling, and that ended and up... The law, right. And the law pings. It pings it to death. Had you know, which that kills it. Yeah. Okay. And because That's of all it. those things happening, your phone died a premature death that day and that didn't help matters out 
But uh, also the moral story is, Jerry, a lot of people want to they want to keep you around. Gosh, I want to stay here, too, because I just came out of that dog on knee replacement. I had a few doubts going through that. Even, so, so you just never know, you know. Well, that, 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 that had to be a piece of cake, right, the knee replacement? Well, you know, I thought it was going to be okay, but it uh, wasn't exactly a piece of cake. I got in at 11 uh, a.m., and I got back to the out of the recovery room at uh, 7.30 p.m., so... Uh, they had to take that whole knee out. I had uh, fell down 17 stairs, flights of stairs, God, and broke it up about three years ago and took the ACL and meniscus out. And then when I took the LCL out last year, uh, well, this past uh, this past fall, it, I was, I'd been just going on bones. And I waited this late to have it done, which it made it a little bit worse, and it was kind of my fault. But... Uh, they replaced it, and uh, yeah, I think everything's going to be okay if I can not do my regular thing and mess up. But I'm pretty good about messing up. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> you actually fell down a flight of stairs because, what, did you have a pair of socks on or something? No, I did not, and I should have. Uh, if I've got socks, I can, you know, I may have mentioned it before. I've got frostbitten feet from the military, and you don't think you get frostbitten feet in in the Mojave Desert in California on the bottom line. But I did because I got gas poured all over my all over my army boots and we had black castle with the windshield were down and my feet were up on the hood of the Jeep. And that was like in ninety one and I was being a forward observer for outfit out of uh Fort Hood, Texas. And we uh we 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 stopped for gas point that guy was filling my Jeep up and he shot gas all over my feet. Well, I didn't even realize until three weeks later, coming back on a C-141 in the cargo area of the military plane, coming back, I took my boots off, and they were charcoal-looking. So they were frostbitten, and I didn't turn it in. So I have no feeling in my feet. So if I don't have socks or something with a sole on it, I don't know where my feet are. So I was... uh, I was with my grandson upstairs in a, on the third floor of their house, and his, he had a dog, so he had a little dog gate there to we'd start down the staircase uh-huh. into the real steep staircase. I couldn't feel my feet. And I got to the end over there, and they just flew out from under me. And I reached to grab the rail. When I grabbed the rail, it spun me around. So I went down on that knee all the way. So he did it 17 stairs. And uh, I knocked out the bottom three stairs. Three quarter inch uh, red oak, Golly. and uh, busted them. And then you know, I went to the doctor. Oh, I didn't go to the doctor right away. I, got a, I broke two toes and I cracked the ankle and uh, pulled a muscle in my shoulder. So I, about four days later, I went to the doctor and they told me that. So I said, "Well, you'll be back in a couple of weeks to get that knee fixed." Well, I did. It was two and a half years. <laughs> so, uh, a little bit more than a hundred weeks later, you decide to finally get yeah. an operation. What? What an idiot! Can I just say it for all of our listeners, Jerry? You're a freaking idiot. Well, I was trying to be like uh, Don Wayne or somebody, so it didn't work out for me. <laughs> you know, even John Wayne's life expectancy comes to an end somewhere. He's not invincible. Hmm. 
Uh. Well, we're glad. We're glad. Oh, yeah, fun. Yeah, we're glad you got through the operation. I have talked to more than one person who said that they had had knee problems for many, many years, and they finally just gave in and did this very tricky surgery. People die from this surgery, but they said that they just uh, couldn't take it anymore. It was worth the risk, and it changed their life when they had that knee replacement. Man, they were like a new person. Well, I tell you, they put so much painkiller in you now. I don't know if you can even understand me because my mouth is so dry and you hallucinate and everything else. You take so many pills. So I'm taking a lot of pills and I got to hallucinate and had to go to rest in uh, the night of the operation. Well, the next day when I came home and I tried to run to the restroom without a walker. And I hurt that dog and me something awful. But it's got a thing on it, a blocker, uh-huh. and it goes down a nerve on the inside. And my grandson pulled it out. It only lasts three days. But it's a real painkiller, and it, it it did a real good job. And, and they also do a little spinal tap in your back and shoot stuff in you before you go in there. So they've got so many things now, and they, they feel you pull so much medicine. You know, I mean, that's the easiest part. You know, waiting and the recovery is by, by far the hardest part. So if, if I can recover from this thing, which I'm sure I will because it's done, it's kind of a common, I like taking your tonsils out now. If you get it done and you don't die, it's okay. Uh-huh. So uh, I think I'm past all that, all that part of it. I think, I think I'm good to go. Well, we hope so. Flowers and best wishes can be sent to Route 4, Takapola, Mississippi. There you go. I, and I don't even know the, I, the zip code on that. I don't know if we have four routes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but in, can can anyway. I send you some flowers? I know that's just what you want, flowers. Yeah, just just go ahead and have them delivered over to the cemetery. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and they'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Short, we're, we're glad that we could catch up with you here on this Y'all show, and, and we wish you well with the, with the recovery. Thank goodness. For our listeners and for yours truly, that this was not some kind of operation on your on your the voice of Takapola. You you didn't have to worry about that particular operation this time. And of course, uh, I don't think they operated on your brain, but maybe they should have. Well, that's where they should have started. But Frankenstein wasn't in town. He wasn't in town. Okay. And other than that, they probably would have gotten. It. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and uh, I didn't enjoy that. I enjoyed you. Our conversation. Yeah. Wasn't really prepared. I'm having to, I'm having to chew gum and drink water so I can keep his mouth from. Well, I understand. And you win a a special medal for enduring this interview today. Of course, I don't uh, think too many people are signing up for knee replacements here today, but at least you're a good example that just a few days out of it, you can at least do a, I think this was a coherent interview. You weren't hallucinating. During the uh, time. A little bit. <laughs> I always hallucinate a little bit. <laughs> but okay. you're you're talking the previous segment, Jerry, when we're talking about the Mueller report and President Trump. You were not hallucinating. Yeah. I was not hallucinating. That really did happen over the weekend. And to channel a former president who said that you won't have Nixon to kick around anymore. Well, yeah, guess no. what? You got Donald Trump to still kick around, and we still have Jerry Short from Takapola to still kick around. And thank goodness the reports of your demise were exaggerated, and they were fake news. Oh, gosh. Well, anyway, back to the other. You won't have me 
to kick around Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really high on But you could Trump. if you wanted to because you got that new knee replacement. So if you wanted to kick him around, you could. But I want a lot of free things, so I may I may go over to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jerry, hey, the the way the other side's going, they want that sixteen-year-old requirement to vote. They may actually, they may actually cap off the age that you can vote. They may say that anybody over age forty can't vote. It may be only that would make more sense. Yes, but not sixteen-year-old. Yeah, twenty-one when I came along was it? And you know, you you could go to Vietnam and you could be drafted, and that was the excuse they used, and they dropped you back to eighteen. Okay, about that period of time. Right. So when I first came along, I couldn't vote at 18. So, uh, you know, it just, sometimes things don't seem real fair. I don't think anybody uses common sense and thinks things through like they should. Right. It's just a lot of, a lot of just quick on the draw, you know? Yes, sir. Jerry Short, teller of tales from Takapola here on our short stories feature on this Monday. Jerry, best of luck on the recovery and we'll get those flowers to your gravesite. Just seven, I'll be waiting. Thanks, All right. Sir. Well, that will conclude our Y'all Show today. Hope you all enjoyed it. We'll be right back here tomorrow with an all-new show that's all about the South. Thanks for listening to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number ten. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Using it up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. 
When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Today, I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council.